This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Show. We're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. What's that? What? Oh, sorry. I have to switch on my, my translator. Uh-huh. Okay, that's good. Oh, I see. I was speaking in my native tongue. Your native tongue. Is that uh, from this planet or another? Another. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 38, 38 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals. Uh, uh, the black and the white Action Jackson. Oh. Not necessarily in that order. The black and the white Action Jackson. Now, the only uh, Action Jackson I know is Carl Weathers. Well, that would be the black Action Jackson. Yes, that is true. Who's the white Action Jackson? I don't Jackson? know who he is, but he had a mustache and he didn't have any of that weird black chest hair. Oh, okay. Well, because the black Action Jackson had horrible chest hair. He did? Yes. Okay, one would think if a man dwells on something like that, that I'm just perhaps... saying as a kid, I was like, why is that Action Jackson have little pieces of turd on his chest? That's not turd. Oh. But uh, as a child or as an adult, if you are obsessing on a man's naked chest... I'm just saying, and why, you are do, why also do they have to boy, include that? Why is that? I don't think G.I. Joe... Did G.I. Joe have a hairy chest? No. No, but you know who beard. did have a hairy chest? One of your favorite obsessions. David Lee Roth. <laughs> he really is one of your favorite obsessions. Well, when he was chained up against the fence, he had a hairy chest. Yes, but in the later years... Uh, you can't have a hairy chest when you have gray hair. Is that true? Yeah, that's, that's what happens. You, your chest hair turns gray and you're like, oh... Well, it's fashionable to shave it. I guess I'm Adam Levine now. I don't believe that David Lee Roth shaved it. I believe that he had it... Uh, he shaved it from the inside. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it is smooth as a baby's bottom now. Um, I think he borrowed his chest hair and put it on his head, and that didn't work. Now, that is something that happens to a lot of men, including men in this room. So perhaps... Hey, take it easy. I'm Johnny Sarcastico. I'm just okay. kidding around. Uh, anyway, um, you want to go right into the Adam Levine speak. So uh, today's episode, as you can tell by the title, is all about Super Bowl number 53. Adam Levine speak? What's that like? Come here, kid. Want a candy bar? No, but... Uh, hey, you would a beard. Adam, okay, let's just talk about the Super Bowl. We uh, do not watch football for probably uh, a few reasons. Yeah, it's called having a brain and uh, being an artist. Okay. Boom. That and Jew. Okay, boom. Uh, wait, because you are a Jew, you don't watch the Super Bowl? Because you are a Jew, you do not watch the Super Bowl. Oh, I am not a Jew, and uh, I have not... We. We had started to, we were going to make an effort to pick a team a year or two ago, and, and that was going to be our team. And uh, then we start, started trying to pick teams that never kneeled uh, for the national anthem. And um, then we started, then I s started asking people on Twitter, and they were like, well, they didn't kneel, but uh, this guy is a rapist. So I, I just immediately stopped caring about which team to uh to follow and I, I lost all interest in it and then the whole national anthem thing went it was going down and I really was just like I cannot support people who somehow think Colin Kaepernick is a of an, an exceptional person He's a fine young man he is he not plays a wonderful bass guitar he that is not him oh that is somebody on what is that American Idol 
I think so. All right. We could have sworn it was Colin Kaepernick. There is a bass player on American Idol. There is a bass player. Who looks a lot like Kaepernick. But uh, anyway. How do you get, hey, excuse me, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice? No. Oh. It's The answer is, I don't speak English. Please leave me alone. I feel uncomfortable. Oh, all right. Anyway, um, the... Uh, I'm going to hold up a sign that says, oh, uh, change my mind. And then when you ask me to change my mind, I'm going to say, I don't want to talk. Well, that, did that happen to Stephen Crowder? That happened. Okay. Um, anyway, so... Uh, what so, a, yeah, that, you know... Oh, motherfucker, Dave. Sorry. So, we decided not to watch football, and we just stuck with watching baseball, but... I happen to love when the Patriots do well because it seems to really uh, make the people on the left freak the fuck out. So I'm, I'm, you know, they were in this year, and so I was all in this year. And uh, that's why we watched the Super Bowl. That's why I watched the Super Bowl. Now, I just need to know something on the side note. Uh-huh. Why would it be pronounced agile, but it's Jay Giles? Agile and Jay Giles. Now, why wouldn't it be Jay Giles or Agile? That's what I'm wondering. Okay, just, I don't, Jay Giles does not spell it that way, I don't think. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Let's get some uniformity here in our our words that sound the same. Okay, well. uh, Other than that, the reason I didn't watch football was I can't understand what the hell's going on on the screen. Looks like a bunch of ants to me walking around. Running around in circles. All right. Occasionally, I see a, sh- a, th- a throw that gets thrown. Uh-huh. That I can see. Other right. than that, I don't know. Who's got the ball? What happened? I don't know. You got to pay attention to what's happening on the screen, and uh, you also have to pay attention to the the lower thirds. You ever go see a football game in person? That's a real fun experience. I have not. You have? Yeah. It's called freeze your ass off and have no clue as to what's going on at all. I mean, you think you can't see on the TV screen. How the fuck are you going to see from the blue seats? Well, I think a lot of people have radios and headsets, so they well, can listen to their That makes a lot of sense. That's like going person. to Saturday Night Live and looking at the monitor the whole time, which everyone does. Right. Because we're retarded. Well, especially if you're, if you're in the seats above. You don't really see very well. Jesus Christ. Also, I, when we've gone to... You and I together have gone once, and then I went... Uh, with little Sarah once to SNL to SNL and uh, I get the distinct impression that they uh, are piping in laughs yeah I don't know I like the L the SN they could go shove it up their ass we went uh, we had the unfortunate experience of going when uh, who was the musical oh, the mummy the oh, musical the music. Oh, the, the music wasn't the bad part. The, 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 I thought it was the, the bad part. The guest host was the worst part. Well, it was Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. He really deserves that. And then uh, Buster Rhymes. Sounded Buster, like shit. Yeah, Buster Rhymes sounded terrible. But you know what? It was the in, in-house sound that was the problem. I don't think so, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he's just not a live artist. He had a band. The band knows how to play music. Well, that doesn't mean he's great. I just thought the mix was bad. Uh, I, well, and we were in a in a weird spot and uh, looking down, and uh, but uh, yeah, there weren't many laughs to be had in that episode, and um, I f- have a feeling they punched them in. They punched them in live as the show is going out. Mm. Because there's uh, why wouldn't they? Yeah, I just I feel like I feel like that's what they did anyway. So the Dave, um, the there's also like all these new uh, weird camera angles, and the the cameras are on cables, and they're flying around. So sometimes it is difficult to see exactly what's happening uh, at any given time. I like the old school angles of the '70s, where it's just the wide shot, and then maybe a closer in shot. But now it's just like it's almost like a reality show, and the cameras are whizzing by, and it's it's kind of crazy. Sometimes it's fun, but not when I'm actually trying to watch something happen. But um, the game was, it was uh, very close for a very long time. And then, you know, in that last quarter or that last half, uh, the Patriots do what the Patriots seem to do uh, on the reg. 
not a hundred percent of the time, but definitely on the reg, and they just uh, they pulled it out. Yes. And, Sony uh, Magnavox. Now that guy's a good player. Sony Michelle is his name, not Magnavox. Oh. But uh, and then the other guy Edelman was that his name? Now that's a fine sounding last name. Okay. Edelman. He was the. Get over MVP. here and make me my shoes, you fucking cobbler. Hey, let's add them in the cobbler. I had, my problem with the Super Bowl wasn't with any of the players or uh, anything, but the the announcers. The announcers I cannot stand. Tony Ro- who uh, Tony Romo? Yes, he's a Is, quarterback. Does he own a steak restaurant? Uh, that's Roma, I think. But yeah. I, they, he's I'd rather a, listen to Beefsteak Charlie give me a fucking announcement. Tony Romo, it was, I don't think he still is, but I think he was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. He dated someone for a hot second. He dated, I believe it was Jessica... The, the Simpson? The, yes. At least it wasn't Ashley Simpson. No. No, Ashley Simpson's... Uh, Star has has fallen ever since that Hody Do incident. The Hody Do incident on the aforementioned SNL. Oh, the Hody Do. Hody Do. Um. Anyway, um. What did you think about football? Like, is it fun to watch for you, or was it a chore? Oh, I like touch football. Yeah, tackles a little hurt. I think they're getting hurt. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't understand how you can jump on someone's head, but if you pull someone's uniform, they pull a flag out. What is that? I don't know. I maybe it's intent. God I don't forbid. know. He grabbed my shirt. He tried to stop me by grabbing my shirt. There, I didn't last night. It didn't seem to me that there were any calls that were highly controversial. The whole game was a fucking snooze factor until the last quarter. Ah, uh, I mean, it was, but it was, it was so close that it was kind of exciting every time the ball got turned over to see if they would do anything. So I understand that there wasn't a, a huge score, but. It was I. I was very uh, into watching the whole thing. And, I like uh, uh, Tom Brady. I ever since I realized the left cannot stand the Patriots, I love everything about the Patriots. I just can't get enough about the Patriots because uh, they will happily go to the White House. Well, who needs to politicize football? But if you do, well, that's what you get. Yeah. So you politicize and you lose again. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty much it. It's football, but you want to make it political? Well, now you lose. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, the halftime show. Big boy. I love big boy. I love some big boy. Uh, was Adam boy. Levine, and we have spoken at length boy. about Adam Levine several times. Uh, I have mentioned that I think he's probably a son of a bitch. And... Uh, I don't. This is the thing with Adam Levine. Um, Maroon Five songs are, are Adam Levine. He sounds like an accountant. Yeah, but listen, get, fucking get a stage name, you cunt. Adam Levine, those songs, those Maroon Five songs, they are as innocuous as "Hey There, Delilah." They're not. They're poppy. They're fun. They're catchy, but they're certainly not. Uh, they are. They don't look like they. <laughs> I don't know. He and his weirdly tattooed body. He's a megalomaniac. I uh, sociopath. I tweeted today that uh, he either looked like he was a contestant on or the host for Prison Bitch Pageant <laughs> because he honestly. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I know. Well, thank you. Thank I can you be the much. funny one uh, occasionally. Unacceptable. Oh, all right. Um, I I felt like it was weird, and I and he kept on like taking off a layer of clothes, and all of a sudden he was in this tight fitting uh, woman's uh, guinea tee, and I was like thinking to myself that looks like a chick shirt, and then all of a sudden he takes it off, and he's got all of these tattoos that really are. He might as well have had a tattoo that said "Thug Life." Yeah, Tupac forever. Exactly. What a dope. It was, it's... What, what grown man tattoos California across his belly button? Bro, this is the thing. And if he is, if his music reflected that in any way, I'd be like, okay, well, his art is, uh, you know, 
permeating every aspect of his life. You know who they should have had fucking do the goddamn show? Everlast. Is that uh, is that the guy? Make him jump around. Yeah. You know. Is that the guy from Lowball? Lowball. 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 Is that the movie with Gene Simmons? No, that's uh, Lowball. Is that terrible movie? Peter Green. With Peter Green and Ever Something. Nobody knows Peter Green. Ever Something. Everlast. Is that who you want? Everlast from okay. Boston. He uh, he was the best thing about Lowball. Everlast, the best thing ever. Anytime Everlast walks in the room, he's the best thing in there. So I, you know, he's a charismatic guy. He was in that movie Lowball with Peter Green, which you can see for free somewhere. And uh, he was literally, and I didn't even know, because he used his real name in the movie, which I don't recall, because this was, you know, 20-something years ago. He was literally the best thing about the movie, and he was literally the nicest one out of everybody involved with that movie who came to the place where they were editing that movie. I happened to be like, I, I say, quote unquote, interning because I was just working for free trying to get like uh, avid editing time. Director, dick. Peter Green was not a dick, but all he wanted was to borrow cigarettes. Peter and, Green, more like Peter China White. Oh, I didn't see any of that, but I didn't know to look for that. But uh, Peter Green would come, he would borrow cigarettes, he would sit, you could go out the window and sit on like a... What are they called? That's not, not scaffolding. Uh, the fire escape, and he would smoke. And he'd, you know, if he bummed a cigarette, you'd get a little conversation, maybe. But he didn't really want to talk to you. But I didn't really know who he was, so it didn't matter. But uh, but that other guy, the Everlast guy, whose name I don't remember, uh, he came in a few times. Was very nice, very personable, and uh, really the the best part about that movie because he's also like kind of cute all right enough about Everlast okay you brought him up uh so what did you think about the halftime show because it was Adam Levine Maroon 5 and uh someone named Travis Scott and then someone named Big Boy. Now, who, who, someone named Big Boy is, uh, you know, one half of Outcast. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, unfortunately, I don't, uh-huh. they had the part Outcast that I don't understand. Okay. Uh, I understand. I like. I appreciate that he likes pit bulls and fur coats, but I'm not sure of his talent. Andre Three Thousand. Well, that you know, that guy's you know, he's clearly the standout of the group. Can, can you uh, name me an Outcast song so I'm? F- uh, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Oh. But that's that's Andre three thousand breakout. See, they're more that they're more of a rap group though. Okay. So yeah, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Uh, okay. So so fresh and so clean. So fresh and so clean. So fresh and so clean. Maybe I don't know that one. So fresh and so clean. And who's Uncle Cracker again? Hey, hey, hey. What song did they have? Yeah, Uncle Cracker's a joke, all right? That's some fucking Kid what Rock bullshit. What song did they have? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, they had one that was like a hip-hop, some sort of like a continuation, uh, like a cowboy hip-hop thing. And then uh, they also had that other one, uh, kind of like their love song. Okay. Don't know where you are. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Follow me, everything's Follow all right. Follow me, like everything's alright. Yeah, one hit fucking blunder, in my opinion. More, oh, and he also had the cover of Dobie Gray. Oh, give me the people. Yeah, so he's alright. He's Uncle Uncle Wacker, in my opinion, but that's fine. Okay, I confuse Uncle Cracker and Outcast for whatever reason. Entirely different. Okay. And anyone who says that Atlanta is the birthplace of hip hop uh-huh. is completely bugging. Are they crazy bugging? No, they're just wrong. Uh huh. Because it's clearly the South Bronx and Queens. Okay. So go fuck yourself, Atlanta. They, yeah, you picked up on it a couple years after. You're not the birthplace. No. It might be the death place. The ATL. And I don't know who's, who those two young ladies who sang. Uh, America the Beautiful were, but apparently... Shit and Dizzle. Were they twins? I don't know. They were twin shit, shit fest. The fucking runs. 
the, take, yeah. take your take your fucking runs and shove it up your diarrhea ass. I'm telling you. Also, uh, talk- you want a conversion of that song? Go to fucking Jaco Pistorius. Okay. And Pistorius. All right. Uh, let's just get back to the Adam Levine thing real quick. Um, so the halftime show, like, do they have, since I don't know anything about really anybody, uh, other than I think Adam Levine's a son of a bitch. I don't know that are those three acts? Do they, are they friendly? Do they have songs together? No, they're not friendly. It's a political nonsense. Uh, You can't, you can't have a white group from California playing in Atlanta that's why they had the two oh. hip-hop bands, because they think Atlanta is some sort of hip-hop fucking uh, capital, and they're completely mistaken. That's oh, fine. That's, that's fine. what happened there? Okay, yeah. I had and, no and idea. Then, look, I yeah. think Adam Levine's a cunt, and I think oh. Maroon 5 sucks, but yes? don't, don't, then don't review them as, as their act of being white bread and, and tame. Well, what do you expect them to be? They're not fucking Johnny Rotten. No. No, fuck? that's They're why up there because he fucking sells proactive and, and is American fucking whatever. Fuck you. They they yeah. didn't suck. You suck. No, they didn't. He didn't suck. You know what sucked? The fucking sound man. You got the leader of the band playing a guitar solo and the Rhodes in the background keyboard is louder. You suck. You fucking suck. Okay. Adam Levine's trying to take a solo and he can't even hear his fucking guitar. It's not like he's some obscure member of the band. He's the leader of the band. He's got an instrument in his hand. Fucking make it loud. Yeah, this is and this is the other thing is this the second guy that came on, we did we don't have CBS. Now that is the darkest skin country musician I ever heard. Who was that? Travis that, Scott. That was Travis Scott. Uh, that sounds like a country musician. Okay, just one second. So we were not watching on CBS, we were watching on a CBC channel, but as we were watching that second act. He seemed to have been uh, not live because they were cutting out of him, uh, I guess, because he swore. So I don't know if Canada was watching on some sort of a delay or I don't know know what happened, but they were they cut him out a few times. And I thought that was very weird. Um, I don't know what he was saying, but I did hear the N word that didn't get cut out. So I don't know. I don't know what was going on, but uh, I felt like I. Adam Levine sang really well. He sa- he sounded fine. The band sounded fine. The songs are the songs. Have, if you ask somebody to pick out in a lineup the singer of those songs, I guarantee you they would not fucking pick out the tattooed weirdo with the uh, overmuscular. Churred, uh, tattooed weirdo. I well, can't imagine. Like, you like it or not, the man is a good songwriter. He writes good songs, and he he sings well. And I swear they missed an opportunity to for the girls like us to not have that Gal Gadot come out because she's just the best thing going in that fucking video. And if Wonder Woman came out and fucking danced around, I think the whole nation would have just exploded with happiness because she's so fucking adorable. Yeah, fuck her. Fuck you! I love her! I got no feelings for her whatsoever. Well, you didn't see Wonder Woman. Why would I? Because you well, you don't like comic book movies, but I, 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 I think she's adorable. She is J, Dave, so she is of your tribe. That's fine. So let her fucking make some more children. Not only that... Keep her out of the spotlight. But Hashtag she, me too. She was in the, the Israeli army. What's the opposite of me too? I don't know. Too you, me? You three? Too much me. Too much me? Me too much? Hashtag Gal Gadot. Get back in the kitchen. I love her. You're just trying to be shocking, but it's not working because she's fucking adorable. Um, anyway, the other thing that happened was the uh, during during the Super Bowl... Uh, the halftime show, Adam Levine starts singing with this gospel choir, and holy fuck, the woman he was singing with, she, as soon as she started singing, I felt emotional. Like, it was one of those things where I would, I just wanted everyone to shut up and her to sing, because holy shit, she had the spirit of the Lord in her, she was did you see that part? I saw it. I mean, as soon as she started, I could feel my eyes watering, and I was just like, and I she was just riffing, and I'm like, holy shit! Like yeah, there are the people thing. who can sing, 
And she's one of them. Adam Levine rips off Mick Jagger all the time. Well, he's got moves like Jagger. Well, see, that song's a ripoff of fucking uh, Miss You. If you don't see it, you're just not looking at it. Well, that's fine, but... And and the the original person to get get blown away by a gospel singer Uh is Mick Jagger on fucking Gimme Shelter. Oh. And that's exactly what was going on right there. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Except... She's not as good as the singer on, on Gimme Shelter, and Adam Levine is not as good as Mick Jagger. So that woman both. was, no, that woman was, was great. She's and good. I but felt she, like she, she I overpowered me a little bit. That's, but that's what they do. That's, yeah, but she should have known her place. She wasn't she's even my. She's an uppity black woman. Shut up. What? She Take should, that back. She has to get behind Adam no. Levine and support him, not over fucking power him. Dave, they didn't even have her mic she's on. She's a background think. singer. That's where the key no. there is background. She wasn't a background singer. This is when they had a choir out there, and he was literally singing with her. She needs to acquire her. the knowledge to do you know, a little more subtle. Dave. That's all I'm saying. David. What? Stop that. She was very good. She was amazing. And uh, speaking of which, Miss Gladys Knight. Yeah, she was good. She knows her place. Dave, you know what? Her place is to kick ass. She she was exceptional. The dress was perfect. The dress was beautiful. She looked beautiful. And she, she was able to sing that song as it should be sung without the runs, without the, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this version my own. No one wants to hear that. People want to sing along with the national anthem and it, uh, it unifies the crowd. And she, she was great. She was the best part of the whole night. I say God bless Gladys Knight, even though she was pipless as far as I could tell. She don't need no pips. All right. All right. Class night was the best part of the night. I would love to see Jay Hud singing uh, the national anthem. Jay Hud. Jennifer oh, J- Hudson. Yeah, well, she's, you know, she's <laughs> obviously very good. She's fucking beyond very good. She is exceptional. And when she sings live, it's, uh, it's magic. But they just, it just doesn't capture well on, on records because I think they're just pr- overproducing her. It's uh, it's sad, but uh, whenever she sings live, holy shit, it's it's right into my heart. She's very good. There's certain singers that just pierce through, and just Adam Levine's not a great their, singer. He sounds no, but for what he does, he's good. He's like a he's dude. He's he a, sounded like the record last night. He's not even a great front man. I honestly, I don't even know. I guess he just writes catchy songs. Because he writes catchy songs and he, he has a good voice. And he's a Jew who probably made a deal with the devil because otherwise, uh-huh. why the fuck would he be so famous? What's so great about Maroon 5? Nothing. Nothing. Wouldn't they just say to him, yeah, your songs are good. Um, let's give them to a better artist like Train or something. That guy. Holy shit. I mean, shit, Adam I Levine is like not charismatic. He's a turnoff. His band is average. Why? You Why said you like so his drummer, though. Yeah, his drummer's good, but the band is average. The drummer's good, but he, he's not Elvin Jones. He's not. He's not like whoa, that guy's amazing. It's not his role to be amazing, right? He does his job. He was. They showcase opinion, him. He is the best part of the band, in my opinion, the drummer. But that's neither here nor there. But why? Why are they so popular? So you think they sold their soul to the devil? Well, if the devil's name is uh, Irving Azoff, yeah. And so does he represent them? Why wouldn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My dealings with him were few. I bet he does represent him. I bet he represents fucking American Idol. No, that was Jimmy Iovine. Hey, we're all in cahoots. But he's not on it anymore. I think he was—he's Dunsky. He was like, "I'm not. I'm not down." Jimmy Iovine, that guy. Look at that guy. Don't judge a book by the cover. Yeah. Good luck. What do you think? I think he's a weirdo. Creepy weirdo. That could be. Maybe that's why he's. Dipped out of, uh, he was... It, you know what else is a weirdo? Uh-huh. Judd Apatow. I know you've said that before. You know what else is a weirdo? Yes. Pete Holmes. Look at the man. Look at him. He is one of them. He's one of them. You think Pete Holmes looks like the guys from the An Open Secret documentary? Yep. So you think... He doesn't realize he's one of them, but he is. I don't appreciate Pete Holmes. I never liked him. You were listening to his podcast on the reg, and I was just like, ugh. Pete Holmes, wouldn't it just be great for society if Louis did the right thing? Oh, God. And confronted his demons? 
That would really be good for all of us. What at you, homo? Yeah, you're fuck not a comedian you. if John you're Ritter, looking for apologies. John Ritter looked like you, and he was ten times better. So go fuck yourself. All right. The fuck? And, and what the fuck are these commercials? What is that commercial? They show the fucking building in Oklahoma with Timothy McVeigh as, as the time when our country has to face tragedy. Just ignoring everything else that's the reality? Yeah, 9-11. Go fuck yourselves, That man. was Washington Post. And as somebody on Twitter uh, said uh, Keep it up. quite well, why would, it, why would a real news station have to spend $5 million or a venue, a real news venue, have to spend $5 million to convince you that they're real? Was that an ad for CNN? No, it was, a, I just said, Washington Post. Right, Washington Post, exactly. And honestly, during that commercial, I'm like watching it, and I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, a domestic tra- or American tragedies. And instead of showing 9-11, they fucking show Timothy McVeigh in that building and just n- nothing. They didn't show how anything blatant, that happened as a result of so Muslims. Blatant. It was it was terrible. And just then they tried to, to tell you people. they're real news. They're not real news. Uh, the new Captain Marvel's a woman. Well, you guys have got an agenda. The new Captain Marvel's a woman, but as I have said, the there have been a few women. I think in the Captain Marvel uh, comic That's... books from way back in the day that. That doesn't even make any sense. I don't know. I don't. I don't read comic books, but there are plenty of people who do, and some some people who did told me that they ha- there have been women Captain Marvel. So okay, it's not it's not just a, a grab. Wonderful. Uh, I don't know if it'll be as. I don't. Th- there's just something really likable about Gal Gadot. Gadot Gadot. So I just there's something likable about her that just fucking comes right through this the screen and bites your face uh she's just and then in in that maroon five video i i watch for just her three or four seconds because it's just she she lights up a room something magic about her so i don't know if the new captain marvel has that i i hope that she does uh for her sake because uh otherwise it's not going to do well i don't think it's going to do, do fine. They always do. They're shit movies. Well, you know why they do fine? Because they pay now Rotten Tomatoes to say that it's a 97% and hope that people will be convinced. And then as soon as they stop paying Rotten Tomatoes, like with uh, Wakanda Forever, then the score goes steadily down. And Wakanda? What is that? That was the Black Panther one. Is that a real place? No. Woke? Wakanda. Wakanda is not a real place, though. Uh, Why don't they just call it Woke Up to? Anyway, the uh, the reviews for that were like ninety nine percent, ninety seven percent for as long as it was paid to be that, and then of course it it you know well, how long do they pay? Three weeks, Wakanda? a month, and then it went down to seven point nine, which is probably still too high, but I haven't seen it. So I don't know. I do not know. So Gladys Knight, great. Tom Brady, great. Edelman, great. The Rams, at one point they showed, they lingered on this guy, the the coach's face for way too long. And he, he looked like he was, I don't know. He looked like he had shit himself. You remember? And I just started laughing out loud because it just... Yes. His face, his eyes were wide. He looked like he was in shock. And uh, it was it was the best. It, it made me laugh so fucking hard. Why would you make your coach a 33-year-old person? Well, maybe he's great. So what? Maybe he's not old enough. Yeah. I mean, look, in the end, that's what that's what won was the, the older... Uh, the better experience, you know, you can't go into the Super Bowl thinking, you know, and they try it and the, the announcers are so terrible. I just fucking hate every one of them, but, but they're trying to be like, uh, you know, they're just going to approach this like it's every other game. It's not every other game in a, in a season with what, 15 games. I don't know how many they play. It's I not think the every other game. I retarded. 
I fucking hated them. They're trying to push some sort of agenda, and they're retarded. And then they kept on throwing down to this chick on the field who added nothing, but they had to give her equal time, and she was diverse. And I kept thinking to myself, there's probably 10 dudes that were over more qualified for that job, but they gave it to her because she was a chick. She's in Steinbrenner's box. Steinbrenner's box. Um, I don't like her one bit. No. And then at the end... Like she's so she was so fucking tiny that she's trying to interview Tom Brady at the end. Everybody is swarming him and he's got to fucking say, you know, he's just won his uh, sixth Super Bowl and he's got to now take time to stop and say, watch out, everybody. There's this miniature person here. Watch out. And I'm just like, you if you're not physically able to take care of yourself on that field, you shouldn't be down there right now. She needs to be in one of those um, Sigourney Weaver alien suits. She could have just climbed on, walked on the stage like that. She really, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like, and then I also feel like a guy like Tom Brady or Edelman or Gronkowski, if they're being like interviewed by a woman in this Me Too movement. I feel like they can't even be themselves. They have to like now in their in one of their happiest moments of their lives, they have to in their back of their mind or in the front of their mind, they have to be like, okay, I'm talking to a woman. So now I have to change everything I would say to a dude to make it seem less offensive or uh, not grab them in any way. You know what I mean? All of a sudden it, it changes the atmosphere. It's fucking, you know, it's not organic anymore. I don't like them. I mean, you like women, but you just don't... I don't like them on a field. Yeah. Degadish. Yeah. I don't... I'm not a big fan. But anyway, uh, the announcers I I didn't like. The Was there any commercial that stood out to you? Uh, no. Uh, and I was reading something where people were saying that uh, the commercials are kind of lame because uh, the companies are afraid of offending anyone. Yeah. I mean, that's true. The Justin Bateman one was very funny, I thought. Yeah, people got offended over that for some reason. Oh, fuck them. The vegans. Beatloaf. Fuck them. Beatloaf. That sounds like something you do in the dark. Well, one of the one of the floors they went to was uh, the vegan floor or something, vegan restaurant or something. Mm. And these people came out and they were like, oh, yay. And then this woman comes out. He had the, the, the beatloaf made by, you know, this chef who was, you know, brown of some sort. And it was just, it was, it was funny and it, it shouldn't have been offensive, but I guess people want to complain about everything, but Justin, uh, Justin Bateman was hysterical in it. And then there was the one with, uh, Harrison Ford and his dog was ordering a whole bunch of shit from Alexa from Amazon. Yeah. I didn't like it. I love him. Uh, you're never going to get me to have an Alexa. I just, I, I. Stopped using our fire, our Amazon fire, because I don't want, I don't want Amazon listening. And that's what they do with Alexa. And, uh, all of a sudden they know that you've ordered, you know, hemorrhoid queen cream and pimple ointment. And I don't need anybody knowing what I need and what I, you know, I just, whatever. I don't like it. I don't like them listening for us to talking about stuff. That's going to be a problem. Eventually, what's going to happen is that Google and Amazon are going to get together. Amazon's going to listen. Well, Google has Google Chrome that also listens. And then you're going to, unless it's already happening, you're going to notice the ads on your browser are stuff that you talked about in the privacy of your own home, Mm -hmm. you know, 20 minutes ago. And uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Fuckers. Yeah. But uh, I, I'd say my I, my favorite commercial, I really liked the Kia commercial a lot. What was that again? It was like, uh, it was just a little kid's voiceover from, I think, somewhere in Georgia, maybe. I don't know where they make the Kias. And he's like, uh, we're not famous. Uh, the most, the most uh, exciting thing that ever happened was happened 81 miles away. I don't even remember the commercial. I know. I kept on telling you to be quiet while I was trying to watch it. But it was really it was really good. It was really well shot. And it was just basically about this uh these people in this town who uh 
work at the Kia, the, the Kia plant building cars. Hyundai or Hyundai? You said Hyundai. I said Kia said over Kia? and over again. I thought it was Hyundai. Okay, never mind. I said Kia every time. Yeah, that goddamn cranes. All right. Anyway, uh, so it was really well shot and it was it was really well edited and the voiceover kid was was great. And I so I liked that one and it was uh, just a just showing uh just a, you know, people in their the town doing their thing. And then somebody on Reddit cut out the part where it says Kia at the end and they <laughs> They replaced it with uh, Trump, make America great again, or make keep America great 2020 because it's it's actually a perfect it's perfect. <laughs> so that's that's fun. Maybe he'll retweet that. I I doubt it though. That's amusing. It was amusing. So um, you didn't like Zoe Kravitz whispering. I don't know that that was Zoe Kravitz. It was Zoe Kravitz. It was her. Who's Zoe Kravitz again? Is it Lenny Kravitz's kid? Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet's kid. No, Lisa Bonet is married to Jason Momoa. Yeah, but she had a kid oh, with Lenny Kravitz. Kid. I see. That ASMR thing was awful. It was terrible. ASMR. More like ASS. More. What was she whispering about again? I don't know. No idea. Michelob? Oh, God. And then there was all those commercials about how Bud Light doesn't have corn syrup. That's fine. Good. That was... Uh, but it was a little weird. Yeah. They're just... They're freaking out because no one wants to drink beer because everyone's uh, is getting off sugar now. Yeah, the low carb. But... Uh, and then there was the one about Pepsi with Steve Carell where somebody orders Coke and then the waitress says, is Pepsi okay? And he stands up and he's like, is Pepsi okay? And starts talking about how great Pepsi is. And I was just like, "Ew, <laughs> Pepsi's a loser." It's 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 when 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 you have the waitress say, "Is Pepsi okay?" in your own Pepsi commercial, it automatically says Pepsi is number two. Dude, it's your a, beverage it's a, is called Pepsi. It's de- Pe- it's Pepsi? terrible. Pepsi. Pepsi. That's 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 uh, it's what the a Pepsi man, a halftime man, show. A man's gonna drink a beverage called Pepsi. What are you uh, from nineteen forties? Are you what are you, Betty Boop? I don't even know, but the truth of the matter is, is that I they their commercial should have been all about behind the scenes at the halftime and showing people drinking the, the Pepsi and having fun, as opposed to Steve Carell letting you know why Pepsi is okay or better than okay. But that commercial screams to me, Pepsi is number two, and uh, it was really. Really bad. Really, Pepsi's the Rams. Coca Cola's the Patriots. Coca Cola's Trump. Coca Cola. Pepsi's the left. No, Boom. because Coca Cola's commercial was all about how we're all different. Yeah, I know, but it's, but we but, all can but, drink Coke. But and it Trump was, drinks Diet Coke. That's the big takeaway. Donald Trump saying, "I don't care if Coke doesn't like me. I'll keep drinking their garbage anyway." Mm. Is one of the best tweets ever. Um, but. Uh, yeah, the Kia commercial I loved, and then I loved when they they changed changed it into a Trump Pence commercial um, even more. Uh, I'm trying to think if any other ones were memorable. I mean, Harrison Ford was memorable just because it's Harrison Ford, and there was a dog. So two things you know you gotta like. Right. Han Solo and dogs. If you don't like those two things, you might have a problem. You might be the problem. I like a Han Solo. Okay. Old school Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I, you know what? We talked about Alicia Keys real quick. They were talking about how she uh, is hosting the Grammys. And I felt like they were lighting her in a way to make her look whiter. I'm not sure. You didn't, you were unsure about that, but. If I was Alicia Keys, I would have a middle name. Uh-huh. I would, my middle name would be Tickle'em. Alicia Tickle'em Keys. Yeah. You know, Tickle'em Keys, because she's such a piano player. You know, like Tickle'em Ivory. Uh-huh. Tickle'em Keys. Oh, all right. Uh, I like Alicia Keys. She seems like a, uh, she seems like a down-to-earth person. I might not agree with her on things, but she seems 
she seems to have genuineness about her. I would agree with that. You know what I mean? I can, I, if, if someone is fake and bullshit and spewing, like say Alyssa Milano, who's just a, is the absolute defi- definition of a useful idiot, I, I can tell that there is no, there's nothing about her that is genuine. I love teen sweat. Teen spirit. Teen steam. Oh. Teen steam. I love sweating to the teens. Yeah, that was, listen, when your mother lets you be in a video that's being sold to adult men, that's disgusting. So Alyssa Milano clearly did not have a good upbringing if her mother was uh, letting her sell workout videos. Teen Steam. No teens were buying that. Teen Steam. That's just uh, a... That sounded like a Brian Singer production. Yeah, exactly. Except that a girl was in it. Oh, Otherwise, it pretty much. So, um, yeah, Alicia Keys. I'm not watching the Grammys, but just a, she seems like a pleasant, well-meaning, genuine uh, young lady with with talent. And uh, we probably yeah, will disagree I've on got stuff. No problem with her. But I've got no problem with Alicia Keys. Uh, and she's very, very, she's very pretty as well. She, she's just, uh, I like her. She's not, she's not Adam Levine who is unlikable. She and seems like she could be the principal of an alternative school. That's what I get. That's the vibe I get. Okay. She's like I, a very motherly uh, principal of like an alternative school. All right. She means well, but she might be a little mixed up. That's fine. As long, the, to me, as long as you mean well, but if you mean well, then you've got to know that uh, abortion at nine months is bad. And when there are people clapping in, on the left for that, then to me, those people don't don't ever mean well. Well, apparently, y'all never seen It's Alive because what came out of that woman definitely does not deserve to live. Well, from, from what I'm told, but that was that a, is a true story. That was an issue in the in the in the movie. That was a, 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 a an an issue for them. Roe versus Wade. Well, which one of them is Roe and which one's Wade? I don't know. I think Roe. Uh, but she changed her mind after. Yeah, well, all what of about that. Wade? Wade steadfast. I don't know. I don't know much about Roe versus. Roe Wade. changed her mind. Wade is still a cunt. I don't know who. Uh, maybe Wade was county or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Wade, get over here. No, why well, I can't? I'm still fighting abortion. All right. Anyway, uh, do you have anything else to say about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl Fifty Three Five Three. Uh, is that what it is? Because I thought it was Super Bowl Lily. No, it's not Super Bowl Lily. Super Bowl 53. So what was the first Super Bowl? 67? Uh, Nigrowski? 53 is in 19. So what is that? 67, 68, 69. That's 3 plus 50 is 19. 2019. 53. Was it 67? Or 68? Or 66? When's the first one? It's got to be 66. Or sixty-seven, but was it? Well, I don't think it was called the Super Bowl then. Maybe it was just called if something else. If there's been fifty-three, they would have played the first one in sixty-seven and the third one in sixty-nine. I think so. The fifty-third one would be two thousand nineteen. But I don't know if there's been one every year. So let's. let's oh look my it up God! Those Black Panther bastards stopped it in the sixties. The first Super Bowl game was January fifteenth, nineteen sixty-seven. Well, that makes sense. The Green Bay Packers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Green Bay Packers won. And it was played in Los Angeles. So there you go. And, uh, oh, I see. So this was the 50th. (laughs) They always have to have an angle, and I couldn't quite understand what their angle was, but now I understand. It was Joe Namath's. It was 50th anniversary since Joe Namath's first Super Super Bowl. What does that have to do with anything? Because <laughs> they had him on. I mean, I love to see Joe Namath, honestly, Broadway Joe, but uh, they were trying so hard to make it into something, um, and that was what it was. It was was the 50th anniversary since the New York Jets took the field on January 12th. The Super Bowl used to be so much earlier. Now it's in February, but it used to be in January. 
Why is that? Who knows? Let's see. Probably more teams. That's you know what you 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 know what you probably hit the nail right on the head. Uh, the first time it was in February was in two thousand and two, and then pretty much it's been in February steadily since two thousand and four. So it probably is more teams, or maybe yeah, no more teams. Because you've got the Jaguars and the Panthers and all that shit now. So, all how right. many cat teams do we need? What's wrong with these we've people? Got the, what do we got? The Bengals, Jaguars, or as some people say, the Jaguars. I don't know why they would say it like yeah, that. I should say the Jaguars. Jaguars is how the English would say it. Well, it's an English car. Panther. Who is there? Another cat one. Um. Philadelphia House Cats. Oh, okay. I don't. I'm not very familiar with that particular team. Oh, uh, the Siamese Negroes. Okay, Dave. You know what? What is that bad? Can you go a a, a show without saying some form of the N word? Some form of the N word. That's the name of this game. All right. Anyway, uh, that is it for this episode, the Super Bowl Fifty Three episode. We might not be able to call it Super Bowl. Maybe superb we have to call owl. it the big I thought the game. cool thing to call it now is the superb owl. The superb owl. Let's do let's call it that. Featuring David Icke. Okay. Uh that's the Bohemian Grove, and that would have been Alex Jones. Another thing we cannot say. <laughs> Alex Two Tones Jones, Bones Malones. There you go. There's a Coke commercial, right? That everybody should always remember. Which one? The one with uh, Two Tall Jones. And Two Tall Jones with his towel? Yeah. He Mr. can't Jones. have a Coke. Remember? Yeah, I love that. That's an old... St- that, you know, bring that one back over and over again. Just because- bring back fucking Ed Two Tall Jones in general. Okay. Is he still alive or was he too tall? I think he was too tall. Well, that's, that's a drag. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, sorry this one's a little late, but uh, it's here. Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. Lyle Alzado. Larry fucking Zonka. Who was your right? favorite football Bob player? Bob Greasy, you motherfucker. I'm a big Bob Greasy fan. Was that your favorite football player? Uh, no, my favorite team was the Miami Dolphins, though, when I was a kid. I see. So go fuck yourself. And then I liked the Cowboys. I liked the Cowboys, too, because of Tony Dorsett. Then I started smoking the weed, and I gave up the whole fucking thing. All right, kids. Now you know. Don't do drugs. I traded sports for music, and look what it got me. Yeah. In... Sports wasn't getting me nowhere. I can guarantee you that. I'm a thin Jew. All right. Excellent. All right, everybody. We will see you next time, American Patriots. Catman do. Bye. Mm-hmm.